Have you ever wondered why veterans struggle so much getting back into civilian right? Whether or not you are a veteran, Fight by Betsy Ross is a short book series that has an emotional intense story arc to help spread awareness of those struggles veterans face coming out of the force. Check out the series and more of the fight mission at worldwideweb.fightbetsyross.com. Her latest release, Fight 4, is available now. Healing Hands airs every Monday on channel Healing Hands YYC. Hosted by Chanel Bostic, Healing Hands is a massage therapy education show in which Chanel shows you exactly some massage techniques, how to heal, and the basics of getting started. Check it out every Monday at Healing Hands YYC. Click on the link below to subscribe. So I gotta hit the mute button because the mute button is 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 my friend or something. There it goes. There it goes. All right, we we almost know what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. We almost know. Oh. Twitch. I I I say this. Twitch. Twitch and um, Twitch and and Zoom do not like each other. They're like they're like brothers. They're like brothers that don't get along. They're like, okay, when the parent comes, okay, we'll work together. It's like, all right, fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're elbowing each other in the ribs and punching each other in the head. <laughs> that, 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 because that's the nature of, you know, siblings that don't like each other. And, and yes. Sometimes even siblings that do like each other. It's, it, it's a strange. Yes, yes exactly. Si- siblings have a strange relationship, so. Yeah, that's for sure. I can attest to that. <laughs> you the oldest or the youngest? Or the I'm middle? the oldest. There's only two of us. So but... you're, so you're the boss? Sure. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit when we were younger, but it, it was just, I don't know. We had a weird dynamic, I guess. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. And see, I hit the button again. I hit the button again. Good. Button and the button. So now, now we won't echo over and over again. Now I can watch you watch for comments with thirst comments, because you know I'm supposed to be the trained professional here. Yes, you should know what you're doing by now. Did should I really? <laughs> well, more than me. That might be fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've learned in this life that the secret the secret to this whole thing is I actually, by and large, it's not really about whether you know what you're doing or not. It's are you willing to go and try anyway? Fair. Yes, that's true. Yeah. The rest, the rest of it actually, by and large, doesn't matter. You can know everything and not do a thing, in which case you're kind of worthless. Or <laughs> you can, because what's the point? Like, I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, what's the point of that, right? Or you not know what you're doing, try, fail, right? And that's fine too. Like, like it's like I draw. I don't know if you've seen my drawings, but if you have seen them, yeah, I've seen right? a few. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm coming to the point I'm competent, and by that means I, I kind of know what I'm doing, kind of. Sure. Kind of. Sure. <laughs> like I'm, I'm literally right now on Instagram looking at a friend of mine's art, and I'm like, I'm not even remotely close to that. Like, not even close right but that's, yeah that's that's but that's the the thing is there's levels to this yes exactly no but, one's perfect immediately 
oh no, I've been doing this for three years. I won't be perfect for eons, but that's yeah. okay. I don't have to be. What, what, what matters is I'm doing it. Like the rest, yes. the rest of the stuff does not mean very much, you know, like, like, you know, it, 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 it's now it's good to have some idea what you're doing. It's nice. Like, sure. I'll, I'll say it. It's nice. Yes. <laughs> but you don't actually do that. Why did you tell me to play Starfield? My computer just told me, go play Starfield. I'm like, no, I don't want to I mean, play Starfield. It's a good game from what I've heard so far. Ah, uh, see, here's the thing. So I did something I haven't done in a long time. I actually went to my storage locker today. I actually got a series to binge watch. Quote, oh, unquote. I don't fringe like where for like oh. I have. It's not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a recent cool show because I'm no, I'm, I'm way too behind for that. Um, <laughs> no, I like legitimately speaking, like legitimately speaking, I have only watched, um, you know, three modern shows, and I might go to a four, and that's it. What is your definition of modern? Like anything in the last couple of years. Okay. Anything. Four. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's barely one a year, by the way. That's like 1.33. Like that's literally, that's my average. <laughs> that is my average. Well. They are, and, 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 and three of the four are superhero-esque, but they're good ones. Like there's DC's Harley Quinn. Yes. Which is really fun. Yeah. Invincible, which is really, really, really good. Okay. Okay. The boys. Oh yes, the boys. And the wheel of time. Oh okay. And yeah, it was like, yeah, okay. I won't hold that one against you too much. <laughs> My first fantasy series, so it's like I'm in. God help me, I'm in. It's like when I watched the Green Lo- Green Lantern movie. I'm in. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly one to start with. Well, yeah, well, uh, well, I, I'm a big Green Lantern fan. I've been collecting it sure. since I was eight years old. So when the movie okay. came, I'm like, how bad could this be? Well. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> yeah, that hurt a lot. Like, yeah. a few people have actually given me a there there. So he went and watched that. It's like, yeah, I did. They're like, <laughs> why, why, why did you do it? Because it's, it's my, it's, it's, it's my thing. And it's I, your guy. It's my guy. And. <laughs> I hand myself a little bit right now, but it's my guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're going to do, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you have to kind of like, like, and I've learned this in life, you got to kind of roll with the punches a little bit. And that was admittedly an uppercut, but still, you know, I'm here. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, but that's, but I'm not cool. I So Fringe is what, eight, nine years old now? Maybe oh, probably. Old. I don't even know. Yeah, I'd have to look. I mean, I saw DVDs, which actually, which just tells you something right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that DVDs still aren't popular. Actually, they are still popular. Yes. But it's, yeah. Like, They're also harder to find because everything's Blu-ray now. They're trying to make everything go Blu-ray. They're trying. Yeah haven't fully succeeded yet it's like it's not happening quite the way they envisioned it and so it's like they wanted people to go to blu-ray i think eons ago but a few things like the fact that blu-rays in general sucked initially when it came out yeah it was sucked well and a lot of things couldn't play them either yeah exactly and and so whereas dvds i can play them on my computer i can play them on my playstation i can play them on things Mm -hmm. right so yes yeah 
but like I said, but as I've gotten to middle age, I have become less cool. I'm not keeping up with the latest video games. I'm barely watching any shows. Um, yeah, even my, the video games I do still play, they're retro games now. They're considered retro. I, I have officially become old and stuff. Oh, terrible. I know. <laughs> I know. This is not how I expected our conversation to start, by the way. I, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I just, this wasn't it. Sorry, you brought up a video game that I know of and about, so That's go from good. there. Yeah. Yeah, no, so like 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 uh Starfield Starfield's like I I don't know, maybe. Like I'm like my games of choice are JRPGs. Like they're, okay, they're, yeah. They're mine. Uh, I'm a big I love the Tale series the Tale series in particular. Yeah. They're fun. Like like they like addictingly fun. And if I have to make a choice between television and video games, video games win. That's fair. I mean, just the interactive nature of them makes yeah. it more fun than just kind of experiencing something you're Ish, you're yeah. involved in it i guess you are your decisions matter so, that's that's, that's yeah. the thing about that's the thing about video games right is they matter like when you're playing a game it doesn't matter what the game is yeah right my 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 video games of choice are, are collectible card game video games like hearthstone shadowverse okay yeah parallel they're the, they're my usual go-to's when i want something quick yeah but uh, although I might have a Shadowverse problem, I admit, I, I admit it might be, I, I play, I, I'm actually really good at the game. Like really, <laughs> really good at the game. Maybe a little too good sometimes. Like, like I, I, I'm suddenly like, like when I was just like in my like teenage years, being really good at the game was an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm 40, I might have too much time on my hands if I'm really good at a video <laughs> game. Uh, I guess so. You guess? But also, when you're an adult, that's the best time to just, you've got your adult responsibilities over with, and now you can do whatever you want, so you can play video games all day. It's true, but you know, I, well, okay, like, I'd rather talk to people, like, in real time, like, legit. Um, sure. That, that's what I'd rather do, but I'm in Calgary, and for some reason, people here don't like doing that. She's laughing because it's so she knows it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go hang out for a coffee. I'm busy. It's like, no, you're not. You're lying, you sack of shit. But But you have to go outside to do that, and that's just so much work. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean I mean, oxygen is good for you, you know? Yes. And so 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 sun. People might not like hearing this, but the sun is good for you. Walking's good for you. Yeah. There's just more good reasons to go out than bad reasons. Like I understand having a me day, like me day once in a while is yeah. a good thing. Me day, like I, I'm literally like heading out the door of Calgary again. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it occurred to me, the majority, vast majority of my friends, not all of them, but the vast majority of them, I've only like seen once. Since I've been back, in oh, a two, in a two-year span, that's pretty bad. That is really bad. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, see that that that's that's but that's one of the reasons why I'm leaving because, okay, I was in San Diego for Comic Con, mm -hmm. right? I, and 
let's ignore the con just for a second because the con <laughs> okay because because the con is an experience and you're obviously going to interact with a shit ton of people why yeah at the con i got to interact with more people in san diego in a week than here in a year that's wow. damning <laughs> yeah that's right quite the difference yeah so i mean i mean people were open they're willing to talk they'd hang out I, I literally had tacos with a complete stranger on my last day at the con, like on my last day in the in the city. Let's go get tacos, sure. Right? Why not? Exactly. Sure. And San Diego tacos too—they're amazing. I mean, they, 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 that place, ooh, recommend. Like, grant you, I have Canadian currency. Like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And so it, it hurt my soul a little bit to buy anything down there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the Americans were laughing at me with a little bit of pity, and I was laughing with a little bit of despair. But that's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's rough. But it was so worth it, San Diego. I I'd go back there again. In fact, oh. I'm looking to get back there again. Yes, okay. I'm so jealous. That's the that one and Dragon Con are like the two big ones that I still want to go to someday. So, so I, I got to go with the non the, the non with the in the middle of the Hollywood strike. That was one of the most insane cons I've ever been a part of. Yeah, right. I because there's really nothing they can. Because usually that's when they announce a whole bunch of stuff and promote a whole bunch of stuff, and they can't do that really. I mean, so, I mean some some entertainment venues did that, but it never yeah. agree. Like, no, there's no way. Yeah. Right? You can't. So it was just a lot of people just enjoying the hobbies. I got to play Street Fighter Six. That was my first time playing Street Fighter in ten years. Okay. Uh, it, it has changed quite a bit from what I remember. Some of it has. Some of it. Some yeah. Of it's still the same. I'm uh, one of my favorite fighters is Cammy. One of my favorite old combos with her still works. It's like, oh, oh good. My God. It, it has <laughs> poured it all the way through. The rest of it, no idea. Like no. <laughs> You could do one thing, and that's all that matters. I I I can do the thing, a yeah. thing, not the only thing, but a thing. It's like what's going to happen? I'm probably going to get my butt kicked in the tournament. That's okay. I end up not going into the tournament because uh, because of the fact that my again my phone's on, in from Canada, so I couldn't register properly. And two, oh. mm-hmm. it's all good. It, look, look, I ended up I ended up talking to some really cool creatives like the mm-hmm. whole time I was there. So I got to hang out with and do all kinds of like stuff for the travel version of the show, mm-hmm. which is where the show is heading into. I yeah. know 1003 is a scary ass number. Like that's, that's, that's where I'm at, like with this episode, but, but I mean, that's, that's where we're at. And, you know, it was fun and I can't wait to do this on the road on a regular basis. So that, that's basically the goal now mm-hmm. is to get, start doing those things, getting ready to go to the road um and once i'm on the road like meet and interact with people and go on adventures i'm middle-aged and crazy i might as well have some fun yeah i mean especially when you're doing something that you can kind of do from anywhere yeah exactly why not exactly that i mean that's the thing i and i'm dual citizen too which means i can work in both countries oh well that's handy yeah so that's why I told everybody it wasn't very likely I was coming back to Windward's Collide next year. There's a really good chance I wasn't going to be there. Yeah, fair. Right? But it's okay. I had fun, and I got to meet you, and yeah, I, I got to meet. Uh, I had Ashley on the show yesterday, which was fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering if you had anybody else on yet. 
You're the second. You're the second. Of okay. The four. You're the second okay. of the four. The third of the four is tomorrow. Actually, not tomorrow, Friday. Okay. I was like, you really packed us in there. Actually, it worked out. Like, I didn't think I was going to get Ashley until October. Like, she's right. like, right. And but she's like, hey, I'm free this week. Okay. I have a spot right here. She's like, that is cool. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I get, I get to have all four of you on this week. So we probably should talk about who you are somewhere in this, shouldn't we? <laughs> Maybe. It's Maybe. Been how long already? <laughs> uh, we, we, just, we've talked. I'm we've some talked stranger. Hey, hey, that's okay. <laughs> so this is just some stranger, everybody. No, yes. That's, that's right. So, um, this is okay. I, I'm, I'm going to screw this up. I already know I'm going to screw it. Jacqueline, okay. Jacqueline Duchek? Duchek, yeah. You're All pretty right. close. Yes. <laughs> I almost remembered fully. <laughs> Trained motherfucking professional right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it's a Polish last name. I think, I don't know. It's my husband's last name. So It's a Czech name. It's definitely from the Czech, like oh, the Czech, the yes. Czech, like whether it's Polish, whether it's it's um, Russian or Chechenian or Slovakian, something. Yeah. It's one of those, right? Yes. Wherever your husband is from, that's where it is. Yes. Mine is Maltese. Oh. Okay. Mm. Do you know what Maltese is? <laughs> Very vaguely. Okay, Not so enough to like be able to point to it. It's, it's like. I know it's a thing. Well, Maltese stands for Malta for anyone listening or watching, right? Malta, ladies and gentlemen, and it is an island just southeast. No, yeah, no, southwest of Italy. So. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. With that that last name, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, somewhere somewhere in my ancestry, I'm sure an Italian snuck over to to the Mediterranean, across the yeah. Mediterranean, and up on the island, just like hey, and met somebody and fall in love, and generations later, here I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, simpl- uh, the simplified story, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's pretty much everyone's simplified story. You know, well, no, people well, fell in love, and now here I am. That's right. People fell in love, we think, or got really drunk. We're not sure which. Who knows? That's right. I'm hoping. I'm hoping the fall in love thing. But yeah. you know, you know, the the especially in today's day and age, and especially with what I've seen, it's like I don't know. It's like maybe maybe, maybe sometimes we just had a really really interesting idea of what we were supposed to do, and it seemed like a really good idea at the time, and then when it was over. It was like I don't know if I did the right thing here. But here we are. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sure. But sure. Why not? Why not? Man. So we let's see. I, I so I mean, you're really easy going. I mean, you've put up with my humor for like 20 minutes already. So I mean, that's uh, I I was pretty much like this when we got, I was at one of yes. collide, right? So yeah, pretty much the same guy. So yes. so you, okay. So Jacqueline, tell yes. us. Do the brief intro about yourself. Who are you and why are you awesome? Oh, goodness gracious! Wow, that's a lot of pressure um okay i'm a freelance copy editor proofreader beta reader for romance novels um and i also have a biology degree that is tangentially related to my day job um and i don't know i (laughs) 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 
See, here's the thing. If I say, why are you terrible? You'd be like, fuck you. Right? And then you just sell your <laughs> intro, right? Yes. Right, sure. right, 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 <laughs> right. Like, asshole. <laughs> and then do the intro. And you'd be like, okay. But only I try to, I build you up. I give you like a yes. little bit of a build. Suddenly it's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do for myself. This is actually nice. Yeah. What, what am I? Who am I? Um, I don't know. I think. Why am I awesome? That is such a weird question to answer. I don't think a lot of people think about that a lot. Um, so. Hmm. Sorry, I can give you some easy. I can throw you some softballs answers for that. <laughs> sure. Well, you might just go based just on the fact that you're essentially that you're the only Jacqueline Dutch. Oh god, I said that. No. Nope. Right. <laughs> do check. Do check. Okay, there you go. Do check. I knew it. I said it wrong. <laughs> you're the only Jacqueline. You're the only Jacqueline. Jacqueline, do check. You're one of a kind. You're only going to be here once. Sure. So the, even in so in that perspective by itself, that makes you unique and wonderful. Life as you know it can as you experience it only happens through you once. That's true. So that, that's that can, actually some of my favorite writing advice is yeah. like yes, yeah, someone else may have done it before, but you haven't done it. And your version, even if you start with the exact same idea as someone else. The way that you write it and the way that you experience life is going to change the story. Absolutely. No, that's that. And that's the truth. That is the whole, that is the whole truth. So like that alone, like that's that, and I call it the softball answer because it doesn't, it, it, it avoids the specifics. Sure. <laughs> but you suspect that everybody, we only come once. Yeah. That in itself is a precious thing. Now, people don't always think about it in those terms. Sure, yeah. But they should. Because that's it. We only are here once. And that yeah. is it. So in the time we have, we have... Now, to folks listening, I believe in reincarnation and stuff. Listen, I personally... I've always personally believed that reincarnation is a bizarre form of hell. But even if it's not, <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. But, but even if it's not, even if it's real, you're not going to come back the same person yes. either. So no matter how you look at it, you're here once. So I say it like that just because I know that if we do not, if, if, if you take for granted what you bring to the table, right, then mm -hmm. you're cheating, not just, you're cheating everybody, not just the world, but you're cheating yourself. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm really great with like grammar and spelling and that kind of stuff. Like, I've been obsessed with that since like elementary school. That was something that I always did really well in school. And that is uh, part of why I've become a proofreader because if I can read books, I would read books and like notice grammar mistakes anyway. So if someone can pay me to do that, that's like the ideal job. <laughs> pay me to read books and find grammar mistakes. Perfect. Um, I've been paid for that job myself. Yeah. It's it's, it's nice. It's nice. I know there's a lot of people who hate grammar and I'm like, no, that's why you hire me because I love it. And you yeah. don't have to worry about it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's something like, know what your strengths are as an editor. Like, like, yes. like Ashley is a, like, you know, a full like manuscript editor copy, yeah. like copy edits and, 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 yeah. and, and, and all that stuff. 
you're like, screw all that noise. Oh yeah, right. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna figure out your punctuation because you probably have screwed this up somewhere. <laughs> yes, yes. I know a lot of people don't like commas for good reason. There's a lot of weird rules around commas, um, but I don't know. I've just there's a lot of grammar rules that I just kind of know instinctively i couldn't tell you why it's wrong but i can be like no this is how it's supposed to be so that's really helpful so you're wired for english that makes you that in itself makes you special because yes. english makes no sense what whatsoever it doesn't it's 10 languages in a trench coat um I, 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 that, and that's being nice that's actually yeah. a nice description <laughs> yeah you know um i'm no i i how do I put this? I, I've learned that I've learned that like we all have our we all have our gifts, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, like my gift is I have an incredibly big mouth. Yeah, I'm really good at it. Yeah. But no, like, that's such a good thing for a podcast host. Well, I mean, it's required to be a podcast host or radio, like in radio at all. Yeah. Like you have to be able to like look at somebody and go, let's have a conversation. In your case, it was just like, well, in, like it's easy to have a conversation with you because you're like, I'm just, I'm down with whatever. Let's just do this. Like, let's just fucking do this. And you're like, yes. okay. And those are the best conversations, right? Yeah. You can, figure, you can figure stuff out. Um, Like, you know, like we talked about, we, we talked about the value of, quietly. We've already talked about everything from video games to self-worth inside of 20 minutes. Isn't that like, uh, that's a, that's, that's a range. Let me tell you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right? That's just 20, that's just 20 minutes in. We got another, at least another 40 or so to go before yeah. it's all said and done. Um, but no, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. Like I really good at bringing out conversations and figuring things out about people. And you're like, okay, you're like, you do that. I will figure out the nuts and bolts of this, of this work in terms of the proper language. Yes. And Honestly, it's a skill. Like, not everybody. Ha- I I know people who desperately need it. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things that it's like, if a book, the book can be the most interesting book that has ever been written, but if I can't get past like the grammar and the spelling, I can't. Like, I won't read it. And I know it's the same for a lot of people. So oh, it's yeah. just like just make sure the grammar is okay so that your story can shine and so that people can actually enjoy it without struggling to figure out what you're trying to say to them it actually reminds me so one of my so my i could i couldn't find it i was going to actually read this i legitimately had this idea way back when i was in, i was eight years old and i wrote this yeah. story okay so i had this really brilliant idea what if I wrote the dialogue for these? This was a story about dolphins trying to save the world, kind of thing. I found those really strange. I was, I had an environmentalist kickback when I was seven, eight years old. And, but I had this really brilliant idea. Yeah. Hey, dolphins talks and clicks and whistles. So, yeah. what if my dialogue was just clicks and whistles? Like, inside, <laughs> like, you can already see where that's going to go. It seemed brilliant. Like, it's like, this is a cool idea. And I just realized that. You know, once I did all that, it's like, no, I can't actually, that doesn't work. Yeah, no one knows what's happening. No, 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 no one knows. So I had this idea. So this is what I actually had this idea. Yeah. So get like, like adult recording of dolphins talking and do like epic Kung Fu translations. (laughs) 
that would be very funny. That would be amazing. Yeah, get someone get someone to do like epic. Like we have this long like dolphin dialogue going on in the background. Yeah, have a guy listen, listen, and just say whatever comes to mind. It doesn't even have to make sense with the story. In fact, it might even be better if it doesn't. <laughs> oh my god, that would be that would be funny. See, there's there's be see, very funny. See. see you can be bad. Like, here's the other thing, too. You can actually be terrible. Like, you can screw it all up. Yeah. The The trick is, can you do it in a way that actually makes sense with what's going on in the story? Sure. One, one, of, my, one of my favorite comic books of all time is a comic called Axe Cop. Okay. So the, I've never so, heard of that one. Okay. It's, 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 a, it's a, so, world-class artist, uh-huh. kid brother. Kid brother comes up with story, world class artist puts it together. That's awesome. It's amazing. It makes no sense sometimes, but you don't <laughs> care. You just don't care. Yeah. You're like, you know, I don't need this to work perfectly. In fact, it's better that it doesn't. Yes. And Axe Cop is amazing. <laughs> okay, now I feel like I have to look that up. You, 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 you'll look it up and you'll be like, this is the stupidest thing ever. I heart you. I heart you so much. <laughs> I'm into, see, I'm, I'm into like the stupidest thing ever. And it's, if it's on purpose and fun, infinite mm-hmm. patience for it. Yeah. It's when it's not on purpose. Sure. Right? Like, okay. Yeah. I'll admit it. I'm one of like five people that like the, the, the Matrix sequels. Five. I'm, I'm it. I mean, it's a small group of us, but there's yeah. like five of us. I don't think most people actually shit on the second movie too much. It's yeah. not, it's not great, but it's not terrible. But the third movie, you laugh when you're not supposed to. Like you just genuinely laugh. Yeah. When you're not like, you just realize like, okay, some someone needed to go to the scriptwriters and go, okay, this is this is hot trash. You need to, you need to. You need to make this a little different. Like, what's the what are you trying to get across here? Because mm-hmm. this is it's like, right? The the one that made me laugh that shouldn't have made me laugh was when Agent Smith threw the cookies against the wall, and when he did that, it was just like, because he's trying to be like this intimidating, scary. Yeah. Except he wasn't intimidating or scary. He was comically bad, like almost mustache twirling, comically bad, and. Which is why I I love I, I I actually enjoy the final fight. I get the whole idea behind it, mm-hmm. why why what they were trying to go for at least. But I can also say as 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 unbiased as possible, this isn't good. Like, <laughs> like this isn't this isn't like I like the idea of it and mm-hmm. I get it. I can enjoy the ride for what it is. But if you got taken out of it by some of the dialogue choices and some of the other mm-hmm. decisions here can't blame you like i just can't <laughs> yeah right sure. it, right like some something like we all have that that bad movie like that, that that we know is terrible deep down yeah but we're like i like it right i like yes. it for a lot for a lot of people that's, so that's some variation of the star wars saga yeah right yeah uh, like you know like i know there are people who will defend rise of the skywalker and I'm not okay, sure why. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why. 
you, I don't think I don't think there is a defense. That first hour, especially as a train wreck, right? I can respect people that are defending the Last Jedi. I can under yeah. I understand that one at least. They like that one. What tried something? Which yeah, I think was really cool. You know, Attack of the Clones. And by the way, I'm not including any of the cartoon series or any of the extra sure. any of stuff because, like, the Clone Wars cartoon is one of the best things I've ever seen. Right for yeah. Star Wars. But the Clone Wars movie, much like the Matrix Revolutions, had dialogue that made me like, like you're a romance, you're a romance, like you're yes. a romance. And, and and I say this with the utmost respect because honestly, romance writing is actually a lot harder than people give it credit for. Oh yes. Right, right. But but so you, when you when you listen to because because like joy, love, love and joy, like you have to have like a. a I love Alana Andrews, for example. Like Alana mm-hmm. Andrews, like the, the the husband and wife team, they do a really good job with the couple stuff mm-hmm. because Karan sounds like a guy, like 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 Kate sounds like 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 a guy. Mm-hmm. Dude, the husband, she sounds like a wife that they've known each other a long time. They they do stuff and and, and it's it's funny, right? Because mm-hmm. the how their their relationship dynamic is very, um, it feels real. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of work. Yes. Anakin and, and Padme. Feels... Oh. <laughs> oh. I have a lot of problems with that relationship. That relationship is is disturbing on a lot of levels. A lot of levels, like yeah. like Anakin had a lot of red flags, which is like a <laughs> lot of red flags yeah. even before the Vader stuff. There was. <laughs> reasons for concern i'm not gonna say like like i'm not gonna say that it was completely his fault because i do like but there was baggage and issues and murder and other things that might have have told me you you know you you might not be you know a good person to be around in this capacity yeah that that that's my that's my take on it (laughs) No, I agree. Yeah. Yes. They did, right, right. And 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 Revenge of the Sith. I mean, it's the only really good prequel movie. I still was laughing in places I shouldn't have been laughing. Am I an asshole? Oh <laughs> uh, no, because there are entire like I'm sure podcasts and YouTube channels and things dedicated to that kind of stuff. Like, there's one YouTube channel that I watch that they have an ongoing series called Best of the Worst, where they just watch three various terrible movies and then, like, talk about them, but also, like, laugh at how bad they are. And there have been several times where they make comments about how they're bad people because it's more funny when people have tried and the movie (laughs) is still bad. Yo, yo, it, how do I put this? It, it It's not that, it's not that the movie is like terrible, like in all seriousness, mm-hmm. this, is the, this is the honest truth. Making a good movie is a bit of a miracle because yeah. of the amount of people involved in the process, it, a lot can go wrong. Yes, a absolutely. A lot can really go wrong. However, sometimes it's like, like, like watching an old Ed Wood movie, like, like the actual mm-hmm. movies he directed. Yeah. When you consider his limitations, 
they only did things in one take, which is just like wow. Oh no! Is there, there, so the Edward Ruby talked about this, like to save budget and time, they would do stuff often in one take. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> so you would watch him and his struggles and all that stuff, and on one hand, you'd be like, okay, like these movies are wow. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, I mean, you got to admire the fact that it's one take. They went mm-hmm. out there and he put it on the line and you got to mm-hmm. respect that. Like, like, and, I, yeah. and I, I'll say that for no matter how bad the movie is, mm-hmm. I will respect that. I will respect the effort. Now, sometimes you can tell everybody's filming in and, and I mean, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last season of Game of Thrones, there was a lot of that. Oh, yeah. But 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 again, I I I understand both sides of that because it's like they gave us a pile of money to make this, mm-hmm. but no one wanted to be there. It was like that was the weird, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like and that's the thing. Like just doing something for the money. I think the best argument is television because you can actually you can tell when it's like. We're doing this just for the money. Yes. And we're doing this just and and by the way, I'm not talking hell actually hell, I can I can mention other shows from the past, like Supernatural. <laughs> I was just about to say Supernatural. But Supernatural but, 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 but Supernatural but the thing is Supernatural doesn't quite fit that. And here's why. Yes. Yes. Did the show stay way longer than it should have? Absolutely. Yes. However, it was a combination of two things. Yes, they were throwing money at them, which mm-hmm. that which does not hurt anybody's feelings, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But they actually legitimately had a dedicated fan base. Oh, you, absolutely. You, you, they right? still do. Yeah. So, I mean, so is it wrong to cater to, like, this is the flip side of that, right? If you're catering yeah. to an audience that, you know, really wants what you're doing, mm-hmm. is that a terrible thing, really? I think the problem comes when they didn't really think it through <laughs> you know they're like okay people like this we should make more of it but we wrapped up the storyline um and then they just kind of yeah did but... whatever if they had thought about it a little bit more i think things well, could have gone better well... I'm sure you've experienced this with your proofreading. Or like, you'll, you'll, there are some authors who just had intended to write this one story, get it out of their system. Yeah. And then it's better than anybody expects it them to. And they're told, yeah. can you please send me two more? And they're like, um, and they throw it in again. And they want, they want to say no, but then there's this giant pile of money. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'll figure it out. Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll have two more ideas. <laughs> Yeah. And you can and you can tell like sometimes it's like there is no like because it's it's a funny thing right sometimes when you put it all out there like you don't expect to come back and you're like mm-hmm. I got a story I got some places I can go after but this isn't the story I want to tell mm-hmm. and then it succeeds beyond anybody's expectations and it's like so we want more blank blank what do you mean more this is this is it. <laughs> This was it. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 and here, here's the paycheck. Oh my God, this is the paycheck. 
Am I an idiot for saying no? <laughs> right, and that's yeah. That, 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 that's what happened. Like that's what happened with Supernatural to some degree, and uh, yeah, Smallville too. Like like another show, like Smallville. Yeah. Same thing. That show probably should have walked, checked out three seasons before it did. But but at the same time, right? At the yeah. same time, it was like, well, but there's a fan base for it, and they want it. Mm-hmm. Here's money to make it happen. that's how it works though right yeah so i mean you can't like like you can't fault you can't fault anybody for taking advantage of what's there yeah yeah you wish maybe they would have had some more planning but if you'd asked them honestly did you still expect to be here 15 years later to the supernatural cast we'd be like well no we didn't expect this to take 15 years of our life. We were hoping for like maybe a couple of years and yeah. you know, just, just turned into a full career and I'm grateful. And if the last three seasons didn't make much sense compared to everything else, well, fuck it. That's okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> you know? oh. I mean, I mean, put it in that perspective, it kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Oh, right? yes. And you're like, yes, but it still hurts. It hurts a little bit. It's just like, <laughs> yes. But I mean, I mean, I mean, this is all like a hard question. Like, this is something I, I've realized. Like, I so I, I've been I'm waiting for a certain agent query to open as I have a novel. Ironically, Miss mm-hmm. Ashley's going to probably editing one of my one of my works. But the works she was going to edit, yeah. My initial plan was a Kickstarter. Oh, and and that because I think Kickstarter's. I think Kickstarter for novels in particular is mm-hmm. very untapped. Now I'm not talking about, yes. I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting the Brandon Sanderson 40. I mean, I won't say no, but yes. I mean, I'm not expecting the, <laughs> I'm not expecting that. Right. Yes. What, what I'm expecting though is, but, but the thing is, I think at this point for a lot of authors, it doesn't really, I don't care if my audience is a hundred people or a thousand or one. Mm-hmm. Well, if I have a dedicated fan base that wants to support what I do, why wouldn't I do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all I think I really care about. I and I think I think it's very I think it's very doable to make a living doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. But then suddenly I go to one of words collide and go and she goes, I meet this person. This agent goes, Hey, listen, send me this. Just send it to me. I'm like, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I mean, that would be nice. It, 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 yeah. I, again, weird. I'm in a weird space. Like, I don't see. I don't know what to tell an author anymore about what to do with their book. I wrote a book. What do I do with it? And I'm like, I honestly have no good clue. Yeah. It depends on how much effort you want to put into certain things, how much money you want to put into certain things, where, not even where you want your book to be anymore, because you can be an indie author and put your book in bookstores now. So like oh, but there's some there no there's still there's still some wear in that. It's just not it's not the same wear questions. Sure. You know, right, yeah. right. Um like the the where is okay, which audience do I want to see this? And how best can I get like mm-hmm. you're in the romance, like you, you read a lot of romance. Yeah. Like most romance and traditional publishing don't don't go well together. Mm-hmm. 
because the romance authors can do it faster than the publishers can. Yes. And absolutely they, they do it faster and make more money. So they go there. That's, that's that's why they've gone that way. It's just like, yeah, I can make more money doing it this way. So why am I bothering? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless you go like there's a couple imprints that are like digital first. And so because they don't put out physical books or if they do, it's like several months after the ebooks have come out those ones can go a little bit faster but still not at the pace of some indie authors who can kind of just whenever they're done put it up but yeah it's it, like it's one of those genres that the demand is just insatiable and they know yes. it <laughs> yes <laughs> which is like is that why you went down a romance you're like hey you know? oh, there's well, a whole story that's Man. you're on the air tell the whole story oh my god okay so back in high school in i say it was 2006 i yeah. think um one of my friends introduced me to fan fiction oh no <laughs> yes um oh, and no. so i've been down that road for the past 17 years i've been reading fan fiction on and off um and when i first wanted to write i mean i've been wanting to write for a very long time but when i was first like seriously thinking about like what kind of book would i write i read a lot of urban fantasy at that time and i was like well i like reading it but i'm not a huge fan of like coming up with the world part i just feel like I don't have a unique take on vampires or werewolves or whatever. So what else is there for me to do? And I was really stuck for a really long time. And then at one point I was just like, I read so much fan fiction and like 98% of it is romantic. Why oh, yeah. don't I try romance novels? <laughs> and I just like, for whatever reason, it had just like never occurred to me that that was an option. So then I started reading romance novels and I want to say it wasn't until like, 2015 or something that I really started reading them and and then I just kind of went down the rabbit hole it was just like I found authors that I like and I bought everything that they wrote and then they would like promote authors or be like these authors are similar and then I would just go down that path um and then that's just kind of where I ended up that I'm like this I can do this because this is the kind of stuff that I like reading in fan fiction is just like these two idiots fall in love <laughs> basically um these these two idiots fall in love <laughs> yes um okay. <laughs> yes and and it's very easy me for me to come up with characters and just like have them fall in love and i was like perfect okay that's what i'll write and that's why I like reading, so that's what I'll also, like, proofread and copy edit and stuff. Because it's like, again, if I'm going to do this, like, the ideal job kind of situation, if I can get paid to read romance novels, that's, like, the greatest job ever to me. So that's what I'm going to go with. But yeah, it all started because of fan fiction. It's okay. I see... 
I threaten that I make people fan fiction. That's actually a threat now. That's how I threaten them. <laughs> so there's a television series called Babylon Five. So back yes. in the day. So back in the day. So the actors that played Lando and Jakar played a really mean prank on the creator of the series. Okay. Also wrote most. Babylon Five is actually a feat because for seasons three and four, mm-hmm. right? The creator wrote every episode of the series. I was, I was for season three and four. Okay. All but one of season five. All yeah. But one. And the one that the one that he didn't write was this Neil Gaiman dude. You may have heard of him. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you may have heard of him. You just may have heard that of that guy. Right? That guy. It's that guy. And then and then and then season two, like season two. I mean, he had some. He had it was a bit more space. We still wrote the he wrote the majority of them for seasons yeah. two and one. So out of 110 episodes, I think he wrote something like 90 of them, which is wow. something like, that's insane, right? Yeah. So anyway, they played a really mean prank on him. So he decided to write a bonus script. Okay. Which is the, which is the Jakar and Londo sex scene. He made one of them a woman. And I, and I realized like once I once I heard this, like this is the most appropriate. See, if I go to you, I'm going to kill you in my book. Yeah, I, I've done this. Who wants to yeah. die in my book? I'll actually see. It. Ooh, pick me, pick me. Ooh, yeah. like, it's almost like a it's almost like a badge of honor. Yeah. Does anybody want to be fan fiction? <laughs> see, the logic is sound. I think the logic yeah. is very, very is very sound. Don't make me make you fan fiction. What do you mean? I mean, fan fiction. I'm just, I'm just going to make you fan fiction. What am I going to have sex with? I haven't decided yet. I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> worry about that later. Don't worry about that later. <laughs> See, it's a little disturbing, right? It's like, wait, wait, what are you going to make me do? Sure. Right? Sure. Right, right, right. Whereas if I just kill you and I kill you in the book, you're like, well, you cared about me. It's, it's weird, right? Yeah. It's just one of those weird, like, I cared about you enough to kill you. Yeah. Right. I've used real people in my, in my work. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I have. And like, I literally used two people I didn't met in this novel. Uh, one get, ironically, both of them I work at a, by two different bars. I, I, I sometimes, I, I sometimes frequent, right. It's just, yeah. you know, and, and one case, like, I know it made her laugh. The other one, I never, 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 I never got a chance to deliver the, the part of the story where she was in, mm-hmm. but, um yeah no i mean i've used real people i'll just i'll just throw it in there and just for shits and giggles and for fun because why not yeah and honestly like again it's flattering to be put into a book hey genuinely it's flattering yes fan fiction no no one's flattered by that it's like thanks (laughs) (laughs) like what did you make me do (laughs) like what didn't i make you do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean i have to it is my my job to clarify that not all fan fiction is horny, but yes, most, I understand. Most, most, most of it is. A lot <laughs> of it is. A lot yeah. of it is. Most of it is. I, I'm not going to say all, but yeah, most. Yeah. 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 I mean, it also depends on what kind of fandoms you're in too, right? Because a lot of fandoms, especially like any kind of like crime solving ones or any kind of like episodic type things a lot of times people will just write an episode of the show or something so true but even then usually there's some weird romance stuff in there 
Like, yeah, I, 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 so I, 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 so my, my fan fiction experience goes back in the city. We're going to talk about video games. This is how dated this is. Okay. Okay. Final Fantasy Six. Which okay. Came out in 1994. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fan yep. fiction started stringing up. Like the internet was just starting at that yeah. point. So fan fiction for that started showing up in like 96. And so like mm-hmm. imaginary sequels, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There was there was romance stuff in like again pe- people have an imagination it's, it's been yep. this way forever so i mean we we must be honest considering how some of the characters looked i'm not talking necessarily those ones but some of the other things from other video games it's like yeah i mean it, it definitely you're definitely gonna have like a fantasy moment it's like yes yeah yeah you, i mean you, you do that enough it's like yeah i'm gonna think about it i was like a teenager at the time i was thinking about yeah. anything in there <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty straight. I'm pretty straight. I'm pretty straight. Yeah. I'm pretty straight, I'm pretty straight there. Oh, <laughs> wide open. It's like I, I tell people this, folks. I'm pretty much the same person in real life. Like I, I, I just, I just, I, I just. It's just so much easier not to bullshit people. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, but fan fiction, yeah. So it's like when you threaten them, it's like, oh no, what are you gonna make me do? It's like, um, so you should be worried about what I won't make you do. <laughs> Oh boy. And yes, folks, you haven't figured this out. I do have a bit of a sadistic streak on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be tough in this world. You gotta figure you got you, you gotta figure it you gotta kinda figure it out because otherwise I, I have found that people will be like, Oh, he's such a nice guy. He'll be okay if I get away with this or this or this. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah. this point in my life at this point in my life it's like i gotta like you even then eh. <laughs> depends on what you do yeah exactly exactly so that that's me so fan fiction was your was your gateway and so wh- who do you like reading i'm just curious from a romance do well, i know any of these people oh gosh okay um kathy yardley okay um charlie novak cat sebastian um ej russell oh there's so many and those are the only ones that i can think of right now i feel like i'd have to go back into my kindle and be like who am i reading so i got a i got a romance book from a buddy i named brian feehan christine's son i met him at san diego comic-con okay so i'm bad interview is going to be going up hopefully it's in a couple weeks yeah yeah, I interviewed, nice. yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 again, cool thing about the con, big names are there. I, I yeah. actually, it was weird. It was really, really weird. I, I've hit, I've hit a weird point in my, my fandom career. That, yeah. Um, I'm interested in getting to know people personally. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not starstruck anymore. Is that well, I'm, that's no, I think that's a good thing though, because then it's easier to treat them like people. Yep. Which they are, but oh yeah, no, no, no. It, it it it's it's been interesting because I spent most of my I spent the majority of my career talking to people on all these different levels of it, of it. Now it's like, mm-hmm. nope, I just look at everybody. I just treat you all the same. It's just it's 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 easier that way. But obviously, if you treat me good, I'll treat you good too. It's like mm-hmm. no, treat people the way you want to be treated. I find that goes a lot bigger and longer than other things. I mean. 
I remember when fondly I actually got to talk to mm-hmm. her a little bit. Yeah. I ended up talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's she, 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 she's a big she's a big uh um you know teenage teenage mutant ninja turtles fan. I actually yeah. introduced so they did a Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book crossover. Of I'm course. The, right? But I'm the one that showed her the, wait, they, they did a, she actually went to me on Twitter. Wait, they did they, they did a crossover and linked her to the books. I I I'm an, I'm an I'm an enabler too. <laughs> That's great. That's right. I'm peddling I'm peddling books to people all over the world. <laughs> They'll like this. And you'd be like, ooh, the stuff. I'll be I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy that trade the Star Wars Christmas special VHS tapes to Weird Al Yankovic. Oh no. I'll be that dude. <laughs> I've seen clips of that and it is something else. It's terrible. It is legitimately the worst Star Wars thing ever. Like legitimately. I just what were they thinking? They want that they need to make more money. That's what they were thinking. Well no, no, no. they were thinking, yeah, we'll just slap Star Wars on it and people will watch it. Yeah. And people watched it and people were confused and hurt and are feeling a little bit angry. <laughs> this was not what I expected when I got this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, so it sounds to me like you got into romance the way I got into fantasy and science fiction. Okay. Well, now no, 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 like... no, 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 I mean is like once you once you went got in. Oh, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds, okay. It sounds it sounds like that's what happened with you. Yes. Like all of you can't really see my bookshelves, but like all of this stuff is like fantasy and urban fantasy and manga and stuff I but all of that. my romance novels are on my kindle and <laughs> there's hundreds of them <laughs> it's absurd because <laughs> it would not fit in a house in my apartment i don't have a house in my apartment if i had physical copies of all the romance novels that i've read and own i would not have room for me anymore you you might be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I have a problem. It's all good. I'll tell you a fun story. Okay. So back in so in my early twenties, I was so obsessed with it. I would just buy books nonstop at the Wee Book Inn. Yeah. I eventually got to the point I legitimately had probably a couple thousand books of science fiction and fantasy on my floor. It's on the floor. <laughs> I, 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 no, like literally, it was I, 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 it would, like I was so OCD about it. I even had a reading order, like a mm-hmm. legitimate reading order to all of the books. Yep. I had a problem, and then I, and when, and when I, when I, when I had to move and sell a good chunk of the books, we again just took them all back. It was weird. Like right before I disappeared, I left Calgary the first time. I went mm-hmm. into the we again. All I saw, like, every book in science fiction and fantasy was was mine at one point. It, like, legitimately <laughs> was mine. <laughs> and I looked at that and I just said, okay, I had too many books. Now, <sighs> now I'm actually, I, I've shrunk my collection down again. It, it, because, it's again, I've, as I've gotten older, it's like I want to feel stuff with the, with the things I'm, I'm investing my time in. Sure. And uh, that means, like, the excesses. If I'm buying a book, I yeah. intend to read the book. Sure. Right? And if, yes. I hate, and, and if I hate the book, then I'm not going to read it anymore. 
Yeah. It's amazing yes. how that works. It's weird how many people try and like force themselves to finish reading a book because they've started it. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't have to do that. It's okay. You can just be done. Yeah, exactly. No, totally. Like that that's the whole that's the whole thing. I I was one of those people because I'm a completionist and I want to mm-hmm. punish myself because I'm <laughs> I'm a sadistic, again, I'm a little sadistic, but I, I mean, it, it begins with myself, right? So um, what ended up happening, what ended up happening was uh, I just realized now as I've gotten older, it's like, I don't got time for it. If I'm not getting something out of this, mm-hmm. I'm just bailing. Yeah, no, I was definitely a similar way too, where it's like, I've started this book. Now I have to finish it. Um, but then there was one specific book that kind of broke me (laughs) i got about 80 percent in and i'm like i can't read this anymore i'm going to scream uh and so after that that i got response you 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 want with the book no so i've been a lot freer with eh i'm not feeling this book and just not continuing it because i don't want to do that to myself again i can't fault you yeah. I wouldn't want to do that to me either. Yeah, that book, it still haunts me. I read it like six or seven years ago and I still what, what, just... What was the book? I don't remember what it was called, but it... it. I'd have to go... Hold on. I could just find it in my Goodreads because it's like one of the only ones that I've put on a um, like did not finish shelf. Okay, I, I'm curious. Uh, what broke what what broke Miss Jacqueline? Oh, good God! Okay, hold on. Abandoned. Here you are. What were you? <laughs> um, it was. I I doubt she'll find this, but I still kind of feel bad saying it. But it's the substitute by Denise Grover Swank. Basically, the the very brief premise of this book was that this woman is going to her own wedding, but she has broken up with her fiancé, but hasn't told her family. But her family has also never met her fiancé, so when she meets a random man on an airplane, she decides to coerce him into being her fake fiancé. This sounds terrible already. But (laughs) to make it worse, he also is secretly trying to um, investigate her father and bring him down for destroying his family's company. Which, whatever, it's a very tropey kind of thing. A lot of romance is like that. And I was fine with it, even with the fact that the wedding was, like, in seven days. And I'm like, how are you planning on getting out of this? Like, (laughs) are you just going to marry each other? Or are you going to admit that he's not your fiancé? But... It's it, it's simple that they're going to admit that they weren't that they were meant to be together forever. Yes, obviously, yeah. of course. Yeah. But um, one of the uh, bride's friends finds out that the fake fiance is just sticking around to like bring the bride's father down, um, and okay. she's she's going to tell the bride to be like, hey. You may be falling for this guy, but he's actually a piece of shit. Don't, don't marry him, kind of thing. Oh no! The groom or the fake fiance finds out about this. He runs to the uh, rehearsal dinner, 
and he's like don't talk to her let me talk to her like i need he like busts in and like drags the bride away being like please i need to talk to you it's super important like don't talk to your friend let me talk to you first <laughs> which okay it would like she's more likely to forgive him if she hears it from him as opposed to her friend except <laughs> what makes me really mad is he gets her away she's like okay what is this thing they go to a like a a, a hill or something that she used to like watch the stars at or something and then they have sex and then he goes you know what i don't actually need to tell you we'll just see how it goes and i was just like are you kidding me right now i was so mad i was like you i mean because that's gonna be the setup for the black moment and i hate when the black moment is easily avoidable and this was easily avoidable he just had to tell her what he was planning on telling her but instead he had sex with her and i was just like okay so 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 for, so for me see see i was i was i was waiting for the really tropish but i can change him because that was oh, so... that might be what happens after but i didn't get that far because i was too mad <laughs> No, I I believe that like this was actually worse than that. Although 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 it would compound if that was her attitude afterwards. Yes. I can change him. I'll be like, no, you can't, honey. You just need to you need to walk away. Walk yes. away from this. Just yes. Just walk away. It's all good. Right. <laughs> not that not that not that I not that I know this. But just walk away. Walk. Yeah, this is bad. But th then there would be a romance story that there, right? there, there, there would be like it has to be a real life story. Like, yes, hey, you need to grow up. Yes, that's why a good romance is hard, folks, because it's so easy to fall into the trap of the actually. See, the worst romance stories in the world are soap operas. <laughs> oh, yes, they're. I mean, I don't watch them, but oh, you oh know. no, no, okay, come on, every look. I'm gonna confess, openly confess. When I was like ten years old, my grandmother's favorite show was Young and the Restless. I think everyone's grandma's favorite show was <laughs> Young and the Restless. <laughs> so, so, so I, I got to watch. I, I became a Young and the Restless fan. True. You go through that, you, you go through that cycle once or twice, <laughs> and you realize it's the exact same shit no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when you realize. But again, this goes back to what I said earlier. It serves a particular audience. Yes. It keeps them happy. And honestly, if you're an actor looking for steady work, soap opera's a pretty good gig. Yeah, like there's thousands of episodes been going on for decades. Like if you can get on something like that, you're golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you can make a living. Like I, I mean, grant you, you may never be you know the Emmy award winning actor you've always dreamed of being. But on the other hand, you're getting paid and people like you, right? And you're respected in your community. Mm -hmm. That's all we all, I, I think any artist is when you really get right down to it. That's all when an artist wants. Find mm -hmm. a community that accepts them for what they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you're a soap opera fan, if you're a soap opera fan, and you're listening to this episode, I don't hold any judgment. I I too have fallen down this rabbit hole. But, but the best stuff, but the best romance stuff is probably from the romance authors. I can rec make some good recommendations myself. And probably and anyone will ask them, why would I read romance? Because romance is not that different from fantasy, actually. And in, in a lot of ways, they're, they're very, 
they have a similar I'm not going to say a world build exactly, but the mm-hmm. same idea of having a series like evolving into something bigger and better. Sure. So yeah. A lot, a lot of romance stories fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yes. if you get romantic fantasy or fantasy romance, it's like double the. Well, absolutely. Again, I mentioned Alana Andrew. That's, that's what they do. Yeah. That's what they do. They, they, both of them write a fantasy romance they, they cater to both audiences and mm-hmm. they're really good at it and that's why they sell what they sell mm-hmm. <laughs> yep and i'm still on the hook for that one damn it and then it will be probably forever <laughs> <laughs> but that's my problem right i'm okay with that i'm a big enough man but again we in this life it's about what you like yeah right right i mean I read other tropes stuff too, like Japanese light novels. You want to talk about tropes? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. But some of them are quite good, but some of them are quite good. Oh, some yeah. Of are, some of them are quite good. Um, some of them are terrible. All right, all right. But I, but I mean, but, you know, but that's with but all I, things. Well, I, I think, I think, like, like, honestly, like the light, Japanese light almost actually remind me of the old school pulp stuff. That's what they actually reminds me. Oh, of sure. Because the old school pulp stuff has similar concept. Cheap, co- like, like you merge, you, you tell short little stories, mm-hmm. to entertain the audience. You release one or two of them a year, or maybe three, depending on on how fast the author is. Mm-hmm. Right, three a year maybe, and then you release three. You keep the you keep the audience entertained every four months, like clockwork. You just add something. You build on the story you're telling. Right. Eventually you finish it. Like there's a start, there has to be an end. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, that's the good stuff. Like that's the, you know what? It's, it's a bit of a formula, but why argue with something that works? Yeah. Well, and that's something that I always find frustrating when people like talk down about romance. It's like, oh, it's, it's formulaic. And it's like almost every genre is formulaic. You just, don't oh, think you... of it that way because you enjoy it. Oh no! no <laughs> like, I so I, I, I'll I'll let you know a little secret here. So, I I I did an essay way back in the day for Aragon. It's like for Christopher Pellini. Oh, so I'm yeah. always going to think highly of Christopher Pellini no matter what because I got paid for it. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, once I'm bought, folks, I stay bought. That's just the way it is. But I mean, <laughs> 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 but, but, but but the truth is, but the truth is, like like I did that. I compared um, uh, Aragon to Percival, and okay. the the comparisons are actually it's really spot on. Like mm-hmm. I, in so many ways, and um, it ruined a lot of fiction for me mm. once I made that connection because mm-hmm. I can like like so many so many stories fit that formula and. It's not just fantasy or science fiction. It's almost all of them. But the reason mm-hmm. why is it works. There's a lot of good, like, there's a reason these formulas still work mm-hmm. because they're tried and true. They, they, they hit the audience in the right ways and they tell a compelling story. Mm-hmm. That's what you're trying to do at the end of the day. Yes. So compelling story. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare. In fact, it's probably a good thing it's not Shakespeare. 
And even then, there were, like, expectations that he followed, just because they're different from our expectations now. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, right? like he, so... but, but again, he, but he had to, right? I mean, he, again, a lot of people look at this honestly, right? Um, a lot of people look at this half, you have to look at this, um, how do I put this? You have to look at, like, Shakespeare, like, mm-hmm. he, when he was writing his plays, last thing he'd have expected is hundreds of years later those places still be there right Mm -hmm. like legitimately um but um the truth is right the truth is right he was just working for his audience at the time and like the one thing none of us can plan for is a really successful hit Mm -hmm. it's not because because again you can't you can't expect it. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Like you, you have no idea what you put out there, how it's going to hit the audience. You yeah. have no idea. But if it really hits, it hits, right? And I mean, here's the other thing. Like I, I have a lot of respect for. So I have a personal reason to respect romance authors, mm-hmm. and that's um, because my show, my podcast, mm-hmm. did an event called Sweet and Sultry Summer, which means Ooh. I got to interview a whole bunch of romance authors. Okay. And, and, and a bunch of dirty old ladies and blushing like a schoolboy inside for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. But also some of the sweetest, nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. And they're not for me. Like the, the style story isn't generally for me. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I, there aren't exceptions to that. I mentioned a few. So it's not like I'm saying I'm above and beyond it, but I'm not yeah. a target audience. Yeah. And I know that. Um, but it takes a lot of skill to do what they do. And you have to, and honestly, you have to tip your cap off to anybody that's been able to to really do well with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot that you have to keep track of. You have to keep track of the plot line of like whatever external plot is happening, plus the character plot line of every romance. Like if, if there's just two. But if there's three or more, like you have to keep track of all of that and make sure all of those have satisfying endings while also making sure that the plot line has a satisfying ending while making sure it makes sense that these characters are falling in love with each other. Yeah. It's quite a lot. Yeah. No, it, it, it is. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a really... Um, to say, like I said, a lot of people have a, like a lot of preconceived notions about it, but I, I actually would go so far as say, it, it, genre-wise, mm-hmm. all, everyone, everything requires a certain degree of work. Yes. But it's amazing to me that the most successful genre of them all, by a mile, I might yes. actually say, gets the least amount of respect. Yes. And I would dare say that the biggest reason traditional publishing part of the reason traditional publishing is on the boat it's that might be that lack of respect yes i guess absolutely honestly like because these numbers are probably old at this point i think the last time i heard this was 2018 or something but romance novels accounted for 80 percent of the books sold mm-hmm. in the entire world yes um but romance authors are never the ones that publishers give the money to. <laughs> They're like mid-list at best. So, yes. yeah. 
it's like, no, it's just, like that that's that's where it is right and 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 like there are exceptions like stephen king brandon sanderson like jk rowling like whatever you might mm-hmm. think of her numbers numbers don't lie folks right yes. yeah um those people like can compete with a romance in the romance realm like for mm-hmm. the success they have but those are mm-hmm. few and far between yeah right i mean like and that's the thing right so but so you got to kind of like if it was treated with the respect maybe 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 things would be in a slightly different world today yeah but, you know but i mean we don't want like i don't we don't want to be known for that it's like why not if you can make taking a sock off sexy fuck it and get paid for it yeah do it, do it. <laughs> right Right. Yeah. Right. Just, just, just massive respect. Again, harder to do than it sounds, folks. It's yeah. harder to do than it sounds. Well, I think also a lot of people have this, like, expectation or this notion that all romance novels are like the super over the top pulpy ones from the eighties and nineties. The like the bodice rippers that were like the most batshit off the wall nonsense things and it's like no even then that was like a niche thing they, that's not how romance novels are now like hey, hey, at well, all I, I am certain there is a bodice ripping audience somewhere oh almost absolutely there are but right but but yeah no I mean everything goes goes in waves in 2030s, they'll they'll be the new bodice rippers. They'll be like that's what be, that's what it is for like two three years. All of the <laughs> <Yes>. bodice rippers. <laughs> yes. Right. But 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 you know, I mean, it's like any other genre. It, it evolves. Yeah. Right? It evolves. Some of the basic things are still true. I mean, but that's true with science fiction and fantasy and mystery and thriller and and anything else I can I can leave. But I mean, for me, my own personal career, mm-hmm. I don't care about prestige anymore. Mm-hmm. And I found that, that that frees me up a lot to do really cool and fun <laughs> shit. Sure, yeah. Right? And I, I think I think, I think think that's the one thing. It's like, I think the romance novels, like, don't get me wrong, there are reckon, things that do recognize them, mm-hmm. but they're mostly internal. Like, the externally, mm-hmm. it's a very different place. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and they're okay with it and because, you know, their numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I have to use the bathroom really bad. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I just I have to. So do you want to uh, so I mean we've had a good conversation here. Um yeah. do you want to call it? I, I'm sorry for saying that you, you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> but I mean Hey, I I told you I don't hold back much. I I think you knew this from the very beginning. Yes. What I did what I, what I did want to there is one last thing I did want to mention. I am okay. very glad Susie introduced me to you guys. Yes. 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 Yeah, so. I have a group chat with all of the the other ladies from WWC on Instagram now, so Yeah, so I, nice. I I just call you Susie's crew. So Yeah. <laughs> that's what I call I call you. So Susie, thank you for this. So we have an interview here. What would you like to promote? Oh, um, I guess my my proofreading and copy editing. I'm sure. But where, where where would people find that? Um, so my business name is the Meet Cute Grammar Geek. Um, meetcutegrammargeek.com. Meet, meet So, so how, how do you spell M- that? 
M-E-E-T-C-U-T-E-G-R-A-M-M-A-R-G-E-E-K.com. Okay, that's cool. Meetcutegrammargeek.com. Yes. Okay. I and then also up. on Instagram at the Meet Cute Grammar Geek. Okay. So <laughs> I just have the website there for now. Yes. And good. So. No, that's fine. Alrighty. Well, folks, this is the interview here. This is Jack. Oh, I don't, I don't want to say your last name because I'll screw it up again. Duchik. Duchik. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jack going Duchik, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I will be back Friday with the third of the, actually the four of the four, just Justine Geraldine. That she'll that'll be the guests. So for everybody watching, everybody listening, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Jack. You leave way for a fun chat. I, yeah. I made you laugh quite thank a you. bit. Yes. <laughs> You'll never look at fan fiction again the same way. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I did. I wrecked it. I wrecked it all. So for everybody watching, everybody listening, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Stay inspired. Keep shining in the dark. And I'll see you next time. Just Joshing is turning 1,000. And what is next in store for the show? The truth is, it's already happening. I've been recording shows since the start of the year in preparation of me going on the road. You can watch and listen to them now. They are available on my Patreon channel for the price of $5 US. Not only will you get to see these shows months in advance, but you can also help me when I take this show on the road. Click on the Patreon link for more details. Josh. Josh.